Hello, my name is Josh. I'm Jamie. And welcome to our Conversation with Two Geeks, the podcast where we're talking about movies, comics, and everything in between. Today we'll be talking about whether or not Warner 1984 will be released in theaters to Johnny Depp being booted off in Test Pet Beast 3. And our first thoughts on the first 22 minutes of Miles Morales Spider-Man and episode, episode 2 of The Mandalorian Season 2. Yep, if you want to follow us on social media, we're on Twitter at Convo with Two Geeks. That's the number two. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks, spelled all the way out. And if you feel like sending us an email to talk about what we talk about in this episode or any of our previous episodes, um, we are at Conversation with Two Geeks, spelled all the way out at gmail.com. You can also find our back catalog on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are listened to. How are you yep. today, Jamie? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing actually good. Um, the day that we're filming this, uh, Joe Biden has just been announced as our 46th president. Thank God. Yep. I just, yep. not to um, completely go into it, but ah, these, these, yeah. these, there's finally there's, a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, there's definitely a light at the end of the tunnel. It's a good day. Mm-hmm. A, a very good day. Also, we get our first female vice president in Kamala, Kamala Harris. So cool. Yes. So, 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 so cool. Yes. Yeah. And most cool indeed. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving on to our main uh, topics for the day. Um, so, um, per Deadline, an article from Deadline, according to industry sources, if Warners does not um, want to incur any lost um, P&A money on 101-1984 and needs to move that movie now. Um, the article then breaks down uh, the situation even further. We could further expect Disney to pull its 20th Century Studios marquee feature Free Guys starring Ryan Reynolds and Death of the Nile, which has Goodell doing double duty. However, mm-hmm. 101-1984 is rescheduling to 2021. There in one suit would go the year-end Holly, uh, Hollywood uh, the holiday, pardon me, uh, movie-going frame, which exhibition have been eyeing to lengthen their financial runways. That type of situation could put big circuits like AMC into bankruptcy or force exhibition to f- close down further. Uh, number two chain, uh, UK Cineworld, is closed along with its U.S. Car- counterpart. Regal only open in select California and New York locations. The article then breaks down how the promotion partners will respond as the penalties are hard to break down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm, yeah. And we'll get into this in the next topic, but yeah. Mm, yeah. It, they, they I feel bad. Now. I feel bad for Wonder Woman 84 because I, I don't, I, it's been moved so many times and it's such a tricky situation. Um, mm-hmm. I do think... Yeah. I think they need to bite the bullet and just put it on streaming and then re-release it in theaters later. I I think that's what they need to do because they, they pushed it back how many times? Like five or six times now? Six times. I think six times since yeah. like 2019. And the re- reason why in 2019 they didn't want to push back because they didn't want to compete with Frozen and Episode Nine. <laughs> they really should just release it then because it's getting. Um, what I'm worried about is that it's getting to the point where nobody's going to like. It's just like nobody's going to people are going to lose interest in the movie because it kept getting pushed back and everybody's like, oh, okay. And it's kind of just like, 
Yeah, I. I, and I know, know it's a big I, movie, but it's still uh-huh. like, if you keep pushing it back, people are gonna lose interest and not remember, and uh-huh. I don't know, gonna hurt yeah. their numbers anyway. Yeah, if, if Souls, be, yeah, and either that or just put it on stream. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still, I'm still on the fence about streaming, but you know, if if we have to do that, we have to do that, or better yet, I, just put it in theaters and streaming. That's what they should do. Put it in the limited theaters that are open mm-hmm. and put it on streaming and do like um, what you rent it or something for like mm-hmm. a, a small amount. Just mm-hmm. Do that. And then if you want, re release it later in a wider um, release in mm-hmm. more theaters once more theaters open. I don't know. But I don't know. It's just sad. To me. It's a whole sad and tricky situation. And it's not going to help with this next topic. Um, Free Guy, and um, according to Per Deadline, Disney has pulled Free Guy, the Ryan Reynolds movie I just mentioned, and Death and Nile from its December release dates. So this leaves now Wonder Woman 1984, which is still slated for December 25th, Christmas Day. It also creates a grim, immediate future in place for Execution, which was praying to make Buck back on the holiday movie-going season. So, yeah, they're, they're screwed. Yeah. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it sucks right now. And I, I, I don't know how. how because you know. Mm-hmm. when you film movies like this, they cost so much money. And so it, like, if I get that if they put it in streaming, they're going to lose a lot of money. Um, and they're probably not going to make the money mm-hmm. that it even made to make the movie back, possibly. But. They just need to figure something out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a whole, it's a whole thing, and I wouldn't be surprised if Warner's is now weighing the options. Yeah. As we speak, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving on to a much different and lighter topic, or somewhat light topic. Um, so, in an exclusive article detailing the upcoming DC film, The Suicide Squad, Empire Magazine revealed what the original version of the project was, which was going to be directed by Warrior director Gavin O'Connell. Connor, uh, Connor during the production of Suicide Squad 2 during its development and spent close to a whole year working on the movie before leaving, uh, with the rumor plot being that Test for Sex was looking for a weapon of mass destruction, unaware that it was Black Adam. Empire confirmed that Black Adam was set to be an antagonist in that version, but then the publication revealed that another reason why um, O'Connor's, for O'Connor's version was scrapped was that it was too similar to another film um, involving Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, according to the article. O'Connor's storyline also involved the main group, Stavian Young Girl, a well-known DC character from it, the villains. Wow. So basically, it was going to be like what Birds of Prey turned out to be, or similar to it, at least. Which makes sense. Pretty, pretty much, or at least something similar, which would have been interesting. Yeah. So... Yeah, it, it would have been interesting, but then again, also, I, it, it, yeah, no, it's, it would have been interesting, but at the same, um, and it also, it, but at the same time, though, I am happy with the version that we're going to be getting, because I'm really excited yeah. for that movie, um, yeah. but I do, but I do like O'Connor as a director, um, he did a movie called The Accountant, which I thought was really good, which was more of a spy thriller, sort of. So that would have okay. been interesting. But yeah, no, this particular detail would have been interesting. I don't know if it would have been Cassandra, um, Cassandra Kane. 
Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, no, who knows? But yeah, no, this would have been this would have been interesting. But yeah. Anyways, moving on to our next topic. Uh, the Direct has exclusively learned that the Green Lantern series for HBO Max will feature multiple time periods as a part of its plot. Sources indicate that the show will feature the 1940s and 1980s and the modern days it's setting with potentially um, Alan Scott um, being in the 1940s who has to um, traverse 1940s America while hiding this fact from society around him. Meanwhile, Guy Garner will be featured in the 1980s as a hyper-masculine and embrace characters similar to his portrayal in the comics. And so going off of last, uh, when, when did we do the Green Lantern thing? Was it last week or the week before? It might have been the week before, I think. Okay. Because I don't think it was last week. Yeah. Um, you know, we're getting also, I'm guessing Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz were going to be the modern day interpretation. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, no, this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm actually very interested in this because I don't, um, I'm, I don't know that much about Green Lantern, to be honest, but I'm like really curious to see how all this goes. And, and whatnot and see mm-hmm. if they can pull it off because I know it's going to be super expensive because of all the special effects so yeah and yeah and I yeah I am curious how much money um HBO Max is putting into this because it is probably going to cost a pretty penny yeah yeah but yeah I'm I don't know I'm really I'm really curious especially with the time, different time period thing because that's going to probably lead to some very interesting storytelling mm-hmm. that's going to be super interesting to see how they pull that off that's going to be cool I think mm-hmm. very different take than I think people were probably anticipating. Most definitely. Anyways, moving on to our next topic. We just got the episode count revealed for Flash, Batwoman, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and Superman and Lois with Batwoman season two being 19 episodes, Black Lightning um, being, uh, season four Black Lightning being 13 episodes, uh, Legends of Tomorrow season six being 13 episodes, Stargirl, being, Stargirl season two being 13 episodes, Supergirl, uh, season six being twenty episodes, Superman and Lois for their seasons for their initial season being thirteen episodes, and the Flash season seven being eighteen episodes. Yep, not not really that surprising. Um, given the pandemic, they had to cut down on some episodes, um, which I think is going to help in the storytelling in the long run. Um, I know we talked about that a lot off screen um, mm-hmm. and stuff, but yeah, it should be good. Um, yeah, not really any big surprises. Most of them are 13 episodes. Flash being mm-hmm. one of their bigger shows, getting a few more episodes. Supergirl yeah, for its final season, getting the most. I mean, so mm-hmm. they have enough time to wrap everything up. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. most, def- most definitely. And I'm, and again, you are right. Like, I'm very curious how serious, um, yeah, very curious to see how the storytelling will impact this will impact the um, storytelling. I imagine it's probably going to be a lot tighter. I'm um, hopefully. I, like I said, I think these shows will benefit going into a shorter episode count and uh-huh. we'll see. I mean, I wish Flash had 13 just to see how it'd be, but um, I am interested to see the other shows and how they go. Because Legends always had a, a shorter episode amount and I think their storytelling has always been better mm-hmm. more tighter than the other shows mm-hmm. sometimes but yep. it's also legends so who knows <laughs> so yeah yeah legends legends is legends at this point they they, yeah. they have they have their own like rules yeah yeah 
anyways, moving on to our next topic, we got some news on on the filming news as well as some other news including spinoffs. Uh, Disney's signature original series, The Mandalorian, has just returned for a second season, which wraps production before the pandemic hit in March. While not officially greenlit, a third season of the hit Star Wars series has been in pre-production for months with creator, director, um, writer, ex- and executive producer John Favreau publicly stating that he hopes to start filming by the end of 2020. And according to Deadline, a Boba Fett series is in the works, with that being set to film first, either starting next week or later this month. And this is the interesting part. Another recent report from Kessel Run Transmissions, which is a podcast, um, mm-hmm. saying that Car Dune, uh, the character played by Gina Carano, and the Star Wars Rebel character, Bo Katan, played by Katie Stackhoff, who has been rumored to appear in this season, um, in this up- in this um, current season right now. So, um, you know, we'll see about that. But uh, we'll be in the spinoff together. Um, whether or not that, that this will be the spinoff spearheaded by showrunner Leslie Halen, would that believe to be a female-driven action thriller with martial arts element and set an alternate ter- timeline from the Star from the usual Star Wars universe um, is remains to be seen. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, the Boba Fett stuff is interesting because we just got introduced to him. Yeah, that since Boba Fett showed up at the end of the first episode spoiler warning if you haven't seen it yet Um, major spoiler warning major spoilers um yeah he that leads credence to this because he'll probably he's gonna end up showing back up he has to um be in play in this so yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what they do i mean the mandalorian has been disney plus's like original flagship show so i'm not surprised that they're wanting to kind of capitalize on it yeah most most definitely especially given that we're probably not going to get a movie for a while yeah and i'm okay if we get stuff like this i'm okay with that oh yeah me too like uh, me too like say what you will about the sequels say what you will about the other stuff but i do think that this is the one thing that has like everyone agrees on from whether you're a prequel fan an original series fan or sequel fan everyone comes together and we love um our adventures with mando and baby yoda yeah Agreed. Yes. Anyway, moving on to our next topic. Is it, what is it? it? it it's uh, Johnny Depp got booted off of Fantastic Beast 3. Paris Tangan from Instagram, Johnny Depp announced that he will be stepping down from his role as Grindelwald in the still untitled Fantastic Beast 3. This is after he just lost a libel case against the British publication The Sun, in which they refer to him as a wife beater due to the accusation brought to him by his ex-wife Amber Heard. Um, Depp in a statement said, I, want, I wish to let you know that I've been asked to resign by Warner Brothers from my role as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts, and I have respected and agreed to that request. I, okay, I got some thoughts on this. Um, I know. For those that haven't been kept keeping update with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation, um, so back in 2018, Amber Heard accused Johnny Depp of abuse. Um, there was this whole thing in which everyone was like, we support you, Amber Heard. We believe this is like right after Me Too happened. So everyone was in support of it. But then audio and, fi- and, audio and court documents from police officers, um, former makeup artists and former makeup artists and testimonies um, all um, pretty much accused Amber Heard of abuse. There's even like audio footage of him like literally saying, no one is going to believe you, Johnny. And it, it just, yeah. 
No, it just and and now with the recent court case, which unfortunately, which unfortunately for Depp, um, he lost. He lost against the Sun, which is a British tabloid, from what I've been able to gather from our, from um, you know the British people I know. Um, mm-hmm. I just yeah. So I again, from what I've been able to gather, it's, it would seem like it was mutually mutually abusive on both sides. But I think Amber Heard was the more abusive one, and I'm just. If it if Johnny Depp is being fired from Fantastic Beasts, then it's only fair that Amber Heard should be fired, should be let go from Aquaman too. Okay, I have thoughts on this too, and I agree with you that if he's getting let go from Fantastic Beasts, she should be let go of Aquaman too. I agree with that. Um, let's be real: when Johnny Depp was cast as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts, nobody was excited about it yeah nobody nobody was no so it so it's so these situations are so complicated and i sound like a broken record but because you're right because there is that video um a long time ago that was viral of johnny depp yelling at amber heard and stuff too so it's obvious that it was abusive on both sides because of the court case stuff coming out about what Amber Heard was doing to him mm-hmm. and that video of him to her. So obviously it was not a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do I think Warner Brothers should have made this move a long time ago? Well, initially Warner Brothers shouldn't have casted him in the beginning because I don't think he was a good fit. Yeah, no, we should. Yeah, no, they should have just kept Colin Farrell for Christ's sake. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. never understood. I never understood that reveal movie. It was, it was dumb. Um, so it's complicated and it just it's messed up. But I do agree that if he's getting let go, Fantastic Beasts should be let go of Aquaman too. I agree yeah. with that. Um, yeah, it's just a mess, but we'll see what they decide to do. If maybe they'll bring back Colin Farrell to get. Well, he's shooting. He's shooting the Batman right now. Shooting the Batman. Mm-hmm. We'll see what they decide to do um, with the role, because now that's kind of going to be super weird. Because now we've had um, two movies of Johnny Depp. Kind of, well, he came in at the end of the first one, and then. Mm-hmm he had a whole basically a whole movie of just him so it's going to be interesting to see what they decide to do but yeah, yeah it's and, just a mess and this franchise especially given you know a certain another person that um mm-hmm. that is kind of dealing with stuff uh J.K. Um, mm-hmm. just um yeah no this this is yeah especially with that it's just, just it seems like this friend it's even Warner Brothers in general is just gaining controversy after controversy after controversy yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, they are because Especially, they have it. They, yeah, they've just it's not been easy for them last five years. Uh-huh. Like it, all the stuff with J.K. Rowling, all the stuff in with J- Zack Snyder. They've had now this stuff. It's just uh-huh. like, and then Fantastic Beast not being well received by Harry Potter fans in general. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I just, it's it's a whole thing. But yeah, no, I just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm just more like, I'm I'm just more. I just I just want fair justice. I agree. 
because I I had to because I was on like the bandwagon like fuck like we believe you heard fuck Johnny Depp. Then I listened to the audio and stuff, and that really changed my tune in so much so that I had to I publicly apologized like, hey I I'm sorry to Johnny Depp because I accused someone without listening to both sides. Yeah, and I think that's what's important is. You gotta listen to both sides of this, and like we, a lot of people were on Amber Heard's side at the beginning because that's because of the video, mm-hmm. and there's no evidence of the other way. So we all, and yeah, it's just it's just a tricky situation. So, but we'll see what happens and keep you updated and all this most, stuff. Most definitely. But, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Um. So. Sony, especially at the time of this recording, uh, yesterday, yesterday, uh, said the fir- they released, I think this is via IGN, IGN, released the first 22 minutes of Miles Morales' Spider-Man. And I'm going to have to say, I really enjoyed this. This game is going to be sick. Um, it's going to be awesome. And I'm super excited for it, too. Making me want to get a PS5. This is, like, one of the only <laughs> reasons to, I want to get a PS5. Yeah, well, yeah, well, this and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is like, yeah, like I'm I'm checking the PS fives, um, I'm checking Best Buy like every day, uh, every day, but I imagine they're probably not gonna have any in stock until, um, what's, yeah, until at least well, the twelfth. They did they come back with a second pre order? Because I'm confused. Cause I know they had the initial pre order run. Have they released a second initial one, or, or are we waiting until they come out and then they'll probably have more then? I, I think we're gonna have to wait until they came out because those pre-orders went. Yeah, just the like, pre-orders went like snap. They went so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, like like Thanos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you want to get your your hands on a PS Five. Um, Keep your eye out on your local Targets, Best Buy, Walmart, wherever you get your consoles, and mm-hmm. um, even Sony's website, like the PlayStation website and stuff too, if you have to. Um, mm-hmm. And just you have to just keep your eye out, or you or I don't know how it's gonna work, but the good thing is they'll probably have more closer to Christmas for Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. So that so it shouldn't be too long if you miss out on the next run. So just, mm-hmm. but just keep your eye out, everybody. Yeah, yeah, no, you yeah, know, I, yeah, no, and, and and also another thing, and this is something that's on in our show notes, but um, I also learned that Sony um said that while they will have consoles, they're not gonna have, you're not gonna be able to pick it up in store. You're gonna have to get it online. Hmm. Okay. So, which is safe, you know, because of the pandemic. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very safe to be sorry. But yeah, no, yeah, I'm excited. True. I'm excited for this. Anyway, me too. The on. game looks amazing. And if it's anything like the PS4 or Spider-Man, it's gonna be great. Yes, most definitely. But yeah. Um, anyways, moving on to our next topic. We got rec- we got some recommendations. So mm-hmm. um this isn't really a recommendation, but this is our thoughts on Mandalorian season two, episode two, The Passenger. Um, which I wanna give a content warning beforehand. Um, if you're afraid of spiders, I want to strongly caution you before you watch. There is a creature that Mando has to deal with, and it's a spider-like creature. Which uh, this I, this episode was good, but those spider creature things were creepy. 
Like, mm-hmm. there, it was not fun to watch. It, it's a little bit creepier than the Aragon stuff from Harry Potter, I think. A little bit more creepier. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good episode. What do you think? I thought it was a pretty good episode as well. Although, I, this is a bit more dark humor, but I did hear some people complaining, like, Baby Yoda pretty much eating those babies' eggs. That lady's eggs, like... Like, you're kind of, he was like, a troublemaker this whole episode. He's just getting in all sorts of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, granted, he is a baby. I know. Like a little toddler. Just like, oh, it's funny. Yeah. And then Din, and then Din's trying to be like, no, don't do that. And he still doesn't listen. Poor Mando was a stressed out dad this episode. <laughs> He's just like, what am I going to do? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like, I don't really have to deal with this deal with this passenger that I can't like communicate with but yeah. also you know my son's eating up all her like long sure, yeah and then he's getting into trouble and finding spider creatures mm-hmm. like what am I gonna do it's quite funny yeah I know he is again this series is about a single father trying to raise his son yeah I'm looking forward to when if we get um, some old characters come back because I I'm excited for that and see what goes on. I wouldn't be surprised if we get. Uh, I know we're supposed to be getting greet um, Carl Weathers, Greg Carga, and um, and not Bo-Katan, but um, Kara soon. I know we're supposed to be getting them soon because they have been shown in the trailers. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I didn't enjoy this episode. Also, this episode was directed by Peyton Reed. Hmm. Of Ant Man fame, and one of the funniest moments was that he's playing is that you know that scene where um he's playing um where the ant like creatures like playing um cars with like Amy Sedaris's character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was that was hilarious. Also, and this is something I don't think I mentioned in the previous episode, but every time I see Amy Sedaris on that show, it's like I think of uh, Princess Bubblegum from BoJack Horseman. Yeah, which is her. Yeah, it's her character on BoJack Horseman, and I'm just like. What the heck are you? What the heck is uh, Princess Caroline doing here? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, I just it, it's a whole thing. But yeah, anyways, um, but yeah, no, I like this episode as well. Um, it also went down a very horror route, which I did not expect. It did. It was very. It it did go that route a lot. Mm-hmm. And I I'm always very like surprised at how good the production quality is. It looks the show looks fantastic, like. Some of their exterior shots and stuff, like when he falls, there's a shot when he falls into that ice crater or whatever you want to call it. He falls down that hole um, and you get this wide shot of the ship all banged up and everything. I'm like, that looks like a movie-esque, like, budget shot. It looks so good. Um, yeah, yeah, no, the visual effects artists, they, 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 ILM is doing a good job. For real, they're good fantastic. Job. Especially for a you know TV show, but then again, also they they got that Disney money. That's true. They do got the Disney money. So once you got the Disney money, you can do anything. For real, it was good. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I have two recommendations. Okay. Um. So I got so I so this week or this rather past week, I watched two movies. Um, Spontaneous and The Monsters, uh, directed and written by screen 
written for the screen um, by Brian Duffield, who wrote um, Netflix's The Babysitter, the first one. And based off a YA book of the same name, Spontaneous follows high school student Mara Carlisle, played by Catherine Langford, as she and her fellow classmates must deal with living in a world where all of a sudden your head can explode. Um, this was made almost four years ago, back in 2016. It is a very relevant coming-of-age film, especially given, you know, the heavy things of morality, uh, morality and just living like um, it's your last day. Um, mm-hmm. The cast is great. Uh, Langford, Charlie Plummer, uh, Haley Law from Riverdale, uh, Rob Hewell and, Pi- and Piper Pedro, all providing great performances. Overall, it was a great directorial debut from Duffield, and I highly recommend it. It actually became one of my favorite films of the year, and I did not expect oh, wow. that. Yeah, it's oh, on wow, streaming. that's cool. Yeah, it's on streaming right now, and yeah, no, I highly recommend it. And then another one that Duffield was sort of involved with um, was uh, Love and Monsters. This one was directed by Michael Matthews, and it was originally written by Duffield, with the final version being directed um, by Matthew Robinson, who also wrote Monster Trucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love and Monster follows Joe Dawson, played by Dylan O'Brien, aka Styles from Teen Wolf. Awesome. Yes. We love Dylan. Yes, yes. We we lo- we love you. <laughs> we love you too. <laughs> I haven't seen him in anything in a long time. I need to watch that movie he was in, um, that assassin movie that I cannot. American Assassin. Yeah, yeah, he was really good in that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, as he as he attempts to trek through 80 miles of an apocalyptic world filled with insect-like monsters in order to reunite with his girlfriend, played by Amy, uh, with his girlfriend Amy, played by Jessica Henwick of Iron Fist fame. Oh, okay. uh, the, film, the film also stars Michael Rooker uh, as Dawson's mentor Clyde, as well as Ariana Greenblatt, who played uh, young Gamora in Infinity War as a oh, now okay. FL survivor. Um, Matthews managed to make a film that has a ton of heart, heart and successfully balanced the use of practical and visual effects, especially with low budget, because this movie only had like a $30 million budget. And then, oh, okay. But the one thing contributing to that success is O'Brien, whose eagerness and chemistry with Rooker, Greenlight, and Henwick make you root for that, make you root for him from beginning to end. Overall, it was a fun, enjoyable ride, and I give it a solid recommendation. Awesome. That's very cool. It's streaming too? Yes. Cool. It is streaming, and I and I think it's in limited theaters. I'm not 100% sure on that. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I give it a but yeah, no, I give it a solid recommendation, and yeah, no, and that is it for today's episode of a Conversation with Two Geeks. Yep, that's it for our episode. So if you feel like finding us on social media, we're at on Twitter at Convo with Two Geeks. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you feel like sending us an email about anything we talked about in today's episode or in our past episodes please feel free to shoot us an email at conversationwith2geeks at gmail.com. And anyways, have a lovely weekend, everyone. And we'll see you next week. See you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.